Warning, it is the opinion of the Forestry Productions LLC and the Working Perspectives podcast that we should inform you that some of the language used in this recording could possibly be considered offensive. You have been warned, so if you decide to listen to the recording, then don't complain about the language. What happened? You're driving down the road and you thought, hey, today's a good day to be a bad... So what happened? I don't know. Like some guy was just driving all over the road. He was just high, high on meth or something. Or he was on heroin, actually. Oof. And he, uh, so people were calling in saying like, this dude's like, just, he's going to kill somebody. Yeah. So they gave a um, description of the car. And then I uh, saw him coming through the Skipback Village. And I stopped, tried to stop him. He wouldn't stop. He was going like really slow, like slow and then yeah. fat. And then, um. So I like pull in front of him um, and try to just like stop him from driving around. And he like looked at me and gave me the middle finger and then drove around. And so that's when I was like, okay, well then I'll just pit him. And so that's yeah. what. I- yeah. He's like, no, no, thank you. I'd rather yeah. not. I was like, hey, what's this jerk doing? Why did he pull out in front of me? What a jerk! Yeah. Hey, bub. Yeah, he didn't even notice. People doing heroin and skip back. What's the world coming to? Hi, hello, how are you? Thanks for stopping by. Today we're going to talk to some real people about some real things, living real lives, doing real stuff. This is the Working Perspectives Podcast. I'm Matt Lavelle, accompanied today by Jalen Dub, Justin Richardson, the amazing Jamie Iglesias, and our guest today is the incredible, the outstanding, the state trooper himself, Chris Polson. In case you're wondering, you can find all our stuff and all our content on all podcast platforms and YouTube at Working Perspectives Podcast. Yeah, also on Instagram at Work Perspectives Podcast. You can join us on the Twitter and the Tiki Duck at Working P Pie. If you'd like to be a guest on the show, please email us at workperspectives@gmail.com and please like, subscribe, so we keep bringing you this sweet, sweet content. Jalen Dub, how we doing? Bay, Bay. I'm doing good. I'm excited. You are excited. Yes, this is, I think this is the first time that you've talked to a policeman that wasn't in an illegal setting. Other, I mean, I'm related. To, I was related to a police officer, and other than that, yeah. But yeah. I have talked to a lot of police officers. Sure, sure. We'll get into that. Very nice. Don't incriminate yourself even more than you already do on this show. Uh, James, man in uniform. No, it's a fan. No, it's a fan of the show. Listen to the show. Uh, what do you? How you doing? I'm good. I uh, I pulled a mat today. I woke up at 4 a.m., so I'm kind of tired. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. That's a thing now? Pulling a mat? Waking up at 4 a.m.? Uh, not a regular thing. I went to... You know where Rice's is? Rice's Flea Market? Of course. Yeah, yeah, I went... Yeah. <laughs> I went there, and I sold the stuff that I made with my... Or not my... Well, my cutting machine. Nice! Like, our, like you know... You did when you made me merch that one time, which was incredible, and I wear it all the time, and I love it. So there you go. You're a true artist. Well, speaking of being white trash and a true artist, this is the Working Perspectives Podcast. Let's get this thing started. Let's go. It's our objective to be effective by voice in societies. Working perspective. Exploring your day and how you get paid. Launching it. Every Tuesday, your day can transform while we inform with new episodes available on every platform. So check out our vibe 
On the show today, I have one of my Henzo Gracie brothers back on. His name is Chris Polson. He's a Pennsylvania state trooper. He is, are you a brown belt, Chris? Yep, I am. Brown belt in Brazilian jiu-jitsu. He can throw hands. He can do the damn thing. He's a dad. He's a husband. He's from New Jersey. Weird. Uh, but I'm super excited to get him on the show. I'll tell you, he's one of the guys. I feel like, I don't know. I feel like we kicked it around early doors when we did the show. But, I mean, now that I've got him on here, I'm super excited. We're going to get into it. Justin is really, really excited. Uh, but, Chris, thank you for coming on. Before we get started, I would like to ask, what movie do you think is better? The Godfather Part 1 or The Godfather Part 2? Oh, the first one. Uh, no, really? Like, You're not a no. fan, huh? I No, don't get it twisted. I love the first one, but the okay. second one is better. Okay. No, it's one of those rare occasions where the sequel is better than the original. Okay. Yeah. Well, you know, agree to disagree. I haven't seen it for a while, so maybe you're right. I mean, no, I am fall. right. But he's not. Uh, no. Okay. And then what about Cheetos? Crunchy or puffed? Oh, neither. I do not like any sort of like uh, flavor, like Cheetos, Doritos, anything like that. I, I do not eat it. And oh, I don't. Official cheese, man? Uh, not even just cheese, just like. um chips like i don't have like sour cream and chive chips or any huh. just like no flavored chips or anything do you, you just go plain? the plain <laughs> I, I do eat plain ones yeah but I, I don't like the flavored stuff i don't know no why shit. just no you don't like the artificial flavoring i think yeah, che cheetos and stuff is really gross i think but well, when you when you do break it down what are they even made of do i you don't know my daughter <laughs> uh is starting to like them because my father-in-law likes the like cheese balls so whenever she goes to those puff ones you know so whenever she visits grandma and grandpa she'll have some and then she asked me to get them at the store i'm like no no <laughs> not in this house you kidding me? <laughs> nice all right good deal yeah i'm uh you know i'm a crunchy guy but you know one now that you say it uh it is concerning <laughs> We have no idea what these things are made of. None. No, can't None. be good. No. God, no. None of that. But they are delicious, so you're missing out. Uh, but what about pancakes or waffles, Chris? Um, I prefer waffles. Sure you do. Sure you do. Now you're back on the team. I love yeah, yeah. it. Of course, waffles, you can do so much with it. They're delicious. It's fantastic. You know, I did go to a place in New York one time that had chicken and pancakes huh. and it was good, but it's, you know, it's not chicken and waffles. So go fuck yourself. You I've know never I mean? heard of chicken and pancakes. Yeah. That's interesting. Uh, no, that's not a thing. It's duck and pancakes. Everyone knows that. <laughs> duck a little orange and some flapjacks. It's a wonderful thing. You mean duck larange? Is that what you meant to say? Yeah, that's what I slaughtered out of my mouth. <laughs> uh yeah i don't know i've never had the old duck and flapjacks but i'm sure it's delicious uh but chris what about bill murray or chevy chase oh uh, both are great but i gotta go with bill murray yeah damn right you do because you're an american nobody says chevy chase oh really nobody everyone's a coward yeah oh they're a coward okay <laughs> right <laughs> and then uh what about beatles or the stones uh i would have to go with the rolling stones Ooh, I'll tell you, we've been getting Probably. some Beatles on that. Yeah, I'm sure most people say the Beatles, but. Well, no, I would say most. Would you guys say Stones is the most, right? Probably. Yeah, Justin, it definitely Stones. has been more Stone than uh, Beatle. But we've, oh. had, we've had Beatles lately, though, I would say, right? It's having a slight uptick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's no puffissance, but it is what no. it is. Yeah. And then, okay, uh, what about, this is an oldie we haven't asked in a long time, but a goodie. Uh 
when it comes to theme parks, are you a water park or an amusement park guy? Oh, definitely water. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Even with well, the band-aids and the chlamydia and all of that? Well, it's more that like on the theme park side, like I, I have like pretty bad motion sickness. So there's l- limited stuff I can go to. I grew up like having a season. Pa- I grew up very close to uh, Six Flags Great Adventure. So we always had a summer, uh, you know, season pass or whatever, pretty much every summer growing up. Yeah. And there was like maybe like five or six rides that I would go on aside from the, the water ones, like all summer. Yeah, I dude, That's funny. I work. I worked with a guy. His name's Jeremy Bullock. Super good dude. But he lived in like that the same area. And he was like, that was the gimmick every summer. Like all the kids. And he said it was like a ton of people would just get the summer pan, p- pass and their parents would just drop them off there for the day. And then they would like, you know, screw around at the theme park and then get picked up. Right. Oh, yeah. And pass was I don't know how much it was, but it was like basically if you went twice or something yeah. throughout the whole summer, it basically paid for itself. So pretty much anybody locally would get the season pass. Wow. I'm sure they had deals and stuff, too. But nice. That's fun. OK. And then uh, this is the big question. And this is going to decide the person you are for the rest of your life. Uh, when it comes to eating wings, are you drums or are you flats? What's up? What do you mean flats? Like Sorry. the the drum is the drum, and then the flats the one with oh, the two bones in it. I actually like the flats. Yeah, yeah. I know it's easier to eat the the drum, but I I just like the flats one. I feel, I feel like it tastes better. Wow, Correct. wow. You know, Chris, I used to like you, pal. We used to be friends. <laughs> Seems like you're pretty upset with all my answers to these questions. I'm not happy with them. I'll tell you <laughs> that. So, all right. So, like we said, uh, Chris here, he is a Pennsylvania State Trooper, which means that if you break the law, he's coming for you. All right. But other than that, you know, he's super good, dude. Hensler Gracie Brown belt. But I want to get a little backstory on him. So, Chris, uh, like you mentioned before, you grew up in New Jersey, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. What part of New Jersey? Monmouth County, like the Jersey Shore area. Oh, nice, dude. Is that by LBI? It's mm-hmm. not. The Jersey no. Shore area for people from Jersey. Oh, I see. People right. in Philly always equate that with like Wildwood or when oh. I say think like Wildwood or something, but it's north of there. Okay. Like uh, near Asbury Park, maybe. Oh, no shit. Around that area, yeah. Yeah, we just had a guy on the show, Steve Walters from Asbury Park. Lovely area. It is. (laughs) Yeah, nice, dude. So, no, dude, I'll tell you, I mean, I I was wondering this. So, my mom is full-time down the shore now, and we we visit her out of season. Like, I'll tell you, down the the shore out of season, it's a different world down there, pal. You know what I mean? Like... stuff gets weird down there out of season well the really beachy towns yeah it becomes like a ghost town basically during the winter you know because you got all the people seasonal people that leave yeah was it like that in where you were at or no Uh, no i mean because i didn't live like right on the water i I just said like asbury as a like that's the like a reference the place you would reckon yeah yeah exactly yeah okay nice and then what kind of sports and activities were you doing coming up as a kid um high school i was really into like playing basketball and then got into karate and taekwondo and stuff like that nice there you go that stuff i'll tell you it's good that that stuff as much as like people you know harp on like karate and whatever taekwondo like they have that you know whatever uh uh reputation it is good for a lot of things as far as like discipline and commitment and like all of that stuff it does build that and that stuff is ultra important you know what i mean i, I guess, would 
totally agree with that yeah i mean it's not i think like um it's good for definitely young kids to get involved in it to teach all those things you know mm -hmm. i don't think it's if you're gonna rely solely on that to defend yourself and be able to fight then you're gonna be <laughs> that's not gonna be a good situation but yeah. i do think like i found you know some techniques that you pull from 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 that stuff would be applicable and like what we do and stuff like that but yeah yeah it's good for all that other stuff like discipline and all that and it's uh physical fitness and then yeah i mean it it, it has its place you know um its usefulness but i wouldn't think that you know it's the end-all be-all that's all yeah 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 I'm with you. Plus, dude, that's, I mean, you've brought some of that, though, with you to jujitsu because I see you like, you'll always bow before you go on the mat and stuff, right? Like, you brought that from karate, right? Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Hey, man, that shit, you know, those, it's not a bad habit to have. You got to respect, you got to respect the place you train. That's the truth. Yep. Nice. So then, okay, so you're in high school, you're, you know, playing some ball, doing some basketball, things like that. You would eventually graduate from there, and then you would go to Monmouth. Is that right? Uh, well, first I went to Drexel in Philadelphia. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I went there for like a year and a half, and I just didn't really uh, take to living in the city. Yeah, it's tough. I went, what, what was your major? Uh, business administration at that okay. point. Nice. And you were living – I mean, dude, to be honest, I uh, my, you know, I don't know if you ever met Big Pete, but he's one of my best friends. And he had a house at like 35th and Spring Garden, and he was one block away from Haverford Ave, which is like a, a, a dump. You know what I mean? Like, so, the, you know, if you're on campus, you're cool, kind of. But when you get off campus at Drexel, there's some dicey areas. You oh, know yeah. what I mean? Like, it ain't great. So is that kind of what you were thinking? Like, oh gosh, it's got kind of. Um, I mean, I never really gave it a chance, quite honestly. My, my, Freshman year was spent on campus at the dorms. My sophomore year, I got an apartment with like like all the. It was a shitty situ living situation. I like moved into an apartment with like four or five girls and me. Where some people would be like, "That's an awesome situation," but yeah. it it wasn't the best. Um, yeah. And that was just um, not good. And then my grades weren't doing so good either, so I decided to pack up and come home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll tell you, I lived with. I have a sister and a mom, and then. There's kind of like always just people living at my house. And I live with two girls now, my wife and my daughter. And I'll tell you, women, uh, well, not my wife, but my sister. And she was disgusting. So I can imagine living with five girls. It's disgusting. Jamie. Uh, a lot of this? hair. Oh, lot of the hair. hair. Oh, <laughs> the hair. Yeah. I mean, it's something that. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, dude. People think. I mean, I remember. I think Pete Davidson had a gimmick, like a like a bit on it, where people think guys are the disgusting ones. It's girls' bathrooms are atrocious. They're absolutely atrocious. It's My like dad a, won't even go in mine because it, there's just hair everywhere. Oh, it's everywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm with Dreaming you. Infidelity. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you bastard, Justin. But yeah, no, I'm with you, man. It gets like, uh, it gets pretty dicey. So you're living, so you're living with what, five, four girls or five girls? I forget. I mean, yeah. I think it's four or five. Blur. It was yeah. weird. It's a weird situation. Like I was supposed to like live with this one dude. Like we were gonna get an apartment. We decided that freshman year, and then it turns out that he like didn't come back to school. Um, so I was hard up. And then like this girl I was friends with said that her friends were looking for another roommate. So I got involved with that, and it was just like the worst. Oh, I mean, dude. 
they all like had like boyfriends that were or not all of them but some of them had boyfriends that like were older and like didn't go to college but they would like come visit on the weekends and they're like uh, thinking like, you know i'm trying to like you know yeah. move on move in on their girlfriend or something which was totally not happening but yeah, yeah, yeah. we're awkward situation oh dude i could totally see that absolutely where they're like well yeah everyone thinks oh this guy must be banging all the girls that live here when that's you know not the case at all you know damn that does suck plus two like they, and then you're also like your house security out of nowhere you know like that's just the other thing they're like oh he's the guy here okay well I guess you know if the girl if something well, ever happened duty. Yeah, yeah. You have to get all the tall things, open all the jars. <laughs> yeah. You can't. Yeah. I mean, they tell you not to shit where you eat. You definitely don't shit where you sleep. Like, if you end up somehow banging two of the roommates, you now have to sleep with one eye open. Duh. It's only a matter of time till they figure it out and start stabbing yeah. each other in the night. And that you. Did, these girls were not. Um, I had no interest in that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they were on the rugby team. Goalies. Yeah. Yeah. They all catch the softballs uh, or catchers for the softball team. You know what I mean? Like, that's where we're at with this. Nice. Okay. So then, okay. You left Drexel uh, and then you went to, and then you went to Monmouth. Is that right? Well, I left mid year. So I went a semester of community college and then I went to Monmouth. Yeah. Nice. What in community college in Jersey? Yeah. Brookdale, it's called. Yeah. Okay. Nice. And then you were, and you were living back home at this time. Yeah. Dude. That's the gimmick, man. Everybody, like, everyone goes away for a little bit, like, after high school, and then eventually, like, eventually, yeah, you, you know, something happens where you're like, all right, I fucked up. I got to live back home for a little bit. And then yeah. you move out again. Yep. Happened to me. <laughs> you that know. was it. Yeah. So then, okay, so you go to Monmouth, and then did you have a better experience there? Like, you were more focused on, like, all right, I just want to graduate and do whatever, right? It's just because, like... Well, going to Monmouth, it was my area where I, you know, closer to home. So I was more familiar and it was, it's not like a city. It's right near the beach. Yeah. And like, I actually met a really good friend at Drexel and his twin brother was in Monmouth. So like plugged into like a whole like social circle, like immediately upon, you know, going to to school there. And so I'm still friends with some of those guys now. Um, so it was a way better experience, yeah. Correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, Miles Austin Monmouth, correct? You're right. Knew it. Knew it. I'm a genius, Justin. Did you hear that? I'm a genius. Miles Austin. I'm just, I, I have pages of questions for this police officer. When All right. Questions. Right, so Let's keep it moving then. So you did the thing in Monmouth. Uh, what what prompted you to move to Pennsylvania? Um. Well, I really didn't move to the state police moved me to pennsylvania officially but i mean when i was going through the um uh application process you have to have a pennsylvania address and my girlfriend at the time um was from pennsylvania so used her address she was out from like the pittsburgh area oh boy so she was way up but okay so wait how okay so then how did you get hooked up to, to 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 go to get into the state police? How did that process go? Well, I feel like we're skipping like this whole like do it hit me life that like I didn't really you probably don't even know. <laughs> yeah, no. But uh, like so I didn't go to the state police like right out of college or anything like that. It was a long time before that. So like out of like the reason. Like when I went to Drexel and Monmouth and everything, I was always involved in like playing music. So um, I would play in bands and stuff. Nice. And so when I was in Monmouth, like my band got a record deal. So like we 
put out an album and we went out on tour and then like that sort of became more like a huge part of my life so like i did that for like you know what 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 was the name of the band is this my chemical romance were you in my (laughs) chemical romance no i wouldn't be working at the state police if i was in like no it was a band that you know it had marginal success it was called tokyo rose and this was something that we put out like record on like dude i know tokyo rose no you don't i've heard of it because i used to i remember some i i know I know, I know, I've heard of Tokyo Rose. I know what that. What kind of music? It's Emo, like, duh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, well, that nice. may be, yeah. No, I think I def- I've definitely heard of, holy, all what? right, Chris, your hair. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, Chris. All right, hold on. I got to share my screen. Dude, I definitely have heard of Tokyo Rose somewhere. What instrument did you play? Uh, the bass guitar. Nice. Oh, I think you told me that before. Dude, it's crazy. How long have you been coming to the gym? 10 years? 11 years? 10 years, yeah. 10 years. So I've known you for 10 years, and I don't think I knew that you were in a band. Yeah, I don't really bring it up. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Look at this guy right here, huh? Is this? Yeah, some of them are me. Man. Yeah. Nice. Very emo. Oh, dude, sure. that was like your, yeah. Are you kidding me? Nice, yeah. man. Oh, look at this one. Look at this guy right here, huh? So wait, there was, there was, sometimes there's three members, sometimes there's four. Little... Yeah, that was the thing. Like, it was, we always had uh, different members, every photo. <laughs> yeah. People couldn't being in the band, so they just quit, I guess. I don't know. Man, so, okay. So, all right. So you're playing bass for for Tokyo Rose. Lord, this is kind of badass. So you're playing bass. You guys got a record deal, which is really cool, right? And then what's the deal there? So you got the record deal. Everything's going sweet. Or, you know, you're trying to make it work. But that's, like, exciting, right? Like, having yeah. marginal success. And what were you in your early, your mid-20s, something like that at this time? Early 20s. It happened while we were in school. And then we graduated. And, well, actually, our record came out while we were still in school. So we actually didn't. A lot of times, bands were, like, the guys will, like, quit school and go out on the road. We didn't yeah. do that because we were so close to graduating. So we finished, graduated, then we went touring full-time, and we did that. I did that for a really long time, and I actually joined, like, other bands eventually, but it led me into, like, my late 20s where I was, like, still doing this shit, and I'm like, okay, I need to, like, make a change here. <laughs> so yeah. you know, the reason I bring it up is because you asked how I got to Yeah, being so, a- but you were like, okay, so, yeah, like... how do you stop touring and being in a band and be like i'll be a cop but hold on first off i want to backtrack a little bit you didn't mention that you were a kick-ass musician when you were living in the house with the five girls uh, now i understand why all those guys were like he's fucking all of them because he's you know <laughs> because if you're a musician i mean come on you know let's let's be honest here you bake out the guitar and gabang bang bang forget about it. jamie am i right oh yeah more so than a cop Guitarist, <laughs> police officer, firefighter. Yeah. If, if you yeah. were, if you're a, co- if you're in a police officer's uniform playing the guitar, <laughs> oh god, woo, woo. yeah, forget it. Okay, so all right, the, the, back to Justin's question. Yeah, how did you go? So I mean, if also when you're in like your early twenties to late twenties, like pretty good partying, partying time. You know what I mean? Like, so if you're on the road with a kick-ass band. And you got the, I mean, what's the band? The groupies, duh, the originals, right? Like, and you got group, you know, you're whatever, you're partying, you're young, you're in music, like you're getting paid to play music at a young age. That's like dream come true. So you're having fun, you're doing all this thing, you're traveling, 
right? Like, that's kind of tough to give up that life. Am I right? Uh, yeah. I mean, it sort of becomes like a... It's like your identity also. Yeah. Right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's totally what happened to me. But eventually, you know, some people get sucked into that and before, and it, it's too late before they realize it's like, okay, this can't last forever. For me, it wasn't that way. I, it, you know, honestly, God, like even at the very beginning, like, but you know, when we got signed, I never expected it to go as far as it did but also i never thought of it as like this is what i'm going to be doing for the rest of my life ever okay. like yeah like, so I'll, like, do, I'll ride this for as long as i can until yeah I gotta, yeah yeah and, and it was like getting to the point where i'm like all right i'm getting older now all my friends from college and high school are like you know you know they're they have they've had jobs they're like getting married they're yeah. buying homes and stuff and i'm yeah. still like doing this you know what i mean so yeah so that's what like and so my best friend since i've been like 11 was a new jersey state trooper and so well is a new jersey state trooper so that was it he was just like yeah you should do this and i was like, all right i'll try and that and that was it there's no like story i wasn't i was never like a person that like you know wanted to be a cop my whole life or anything like that you know? yeah dude i'll tell you too man i mean like it's one of those like i remember being at that age where like if things weren't going well I'd be like, dude, I'll just join the military, right? If I need, like, you have these ideas in the back of your head, like, oh, I'll be a cop or I'll be a fireman or I'll join the military or French whatever. Like, right, right. Because, like, you're at that age where, like, oh, I could just make a major life change and it doesn't affect anybody because I'm just me. You know what I mean? And, pl dude, plus, too, like, when you're playing music and people, like, because people will talk about you when you're doing things without you knowing, right? Like, I remember when I was fighting, Right. Like it would be people that I hadn't seen in like years and they'd be like, oh, you're fighting now and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it kind of sucked when I stopped doing that and people would be like, hey, you still fighting and stuff. And I'm like, bro, I'm 30. I'm not doing that shit. You know what I mean? Like, so kind of like I'm with you where it's like, you know, it, it because because it is somewhat your identity after a while. And then you have to change that. Then you have to like say, you know come up with like why you don't do that anymore it's kind of like a drag so you you in your mind were like look i'm gonna i'm done with this i got it all out of my system now i'm fully gonna commit to being a cop but it, you well i did okay like so i decided that that's what i was gonna do or at least like that was sort of like the avenue i was gonna take but you know it's a lengthy process and back when i was applying or when i was going through all this it was like not easy at all to yeah. like get a job like now it seems like you know just with the state of the world now yeah uh, it wants to be understandably so and so they're they really want to hire people now I, I feel like it's a lot easier but back then there was like it was really hard to get a job so um it wasn't like i just like put the guitar down and like yeah. jumped you know like so i uh i actually went back to monmouth for my master's degree and so i went back and, and it was like kind of stupid to do looking back on it now but i honestly never thought that i was going to be a state trooper i thought i was going to like join the fbi or something you know or, or like something some sort of job like that you know like and oh. so i went for a master's in homeland security and nice. uh so did and then when i finished i i i um was confronted with like the cold hard truth that it's like not easy to get a job right now. Yeah. So I applied for a bunch of places. New Jersey state police was one Pennsylvania state police was another. Those were the two that like were like the most realistic for me to get at the time. Mm -hmm. Like I said, I wasn't like a young kid, so I needed to like move on with it. So 
PA uh, ended up hiring, like called me for the academy quick uh, first. So that's the one I started, and uh, that's where I ended up. Nice. So okay. So you so you kind of just like, hey, I'm going to put some lines out there. Whatever nibbles I get, I'm going to go with that. PA took the biggest bite. I feel like too, like the Pennsylvania State Police is a big they're, they're pretty big as far as like an organization right like they've been around for a while like they they have like history and like the, there's a lot of them right like it's, it's the longest it, I, I should know this but i'm pretty sure it's the oldest uh the first they, state yeah, yeah. 1905 i think is one of the, the, oh wow one. that's impressive <laughs> well i mean dude i i could totally see that yeah plus dude i mean they're, they're like i have a buddy i don't know if you know uh uh bob buyer robert buyer i don't know yeah, if you know. i do know bob work with bob yeah dude tell him you know matt lavelle and he'll lose his mind me and him grew up together he's a four street guy love bob oh he's the best bobby buyer big fan of him yeah, he's but, great oh he's awesome man i love that guy uh but either way but yeah so but i remember like he, you know, we were, I remember, God, I think it was like they're the state police are higher than like uh, a rate, like a, like a township police would be like rank wise. Like you have more authority, right? Uh, yeah. I mean, I don't know what you mean by higher. Like, right, I guess right. if they police, they would say that, but I mean, we're all just police officers. I mean, we have more authority because we're the Pennsylvania state police for the state of Pennsylvania rather than just whatever town yeah that particular police yeah. officer is in charge of but it, it's the same job you know it's, and the uh isn't it the smaller towns that don't have individual police forces like you guys cover those areas that's true yeah yeah so yeah. a lot of the like that's a common misconception too is like a lot of people think of the state police as just like a ticket writing highway yeah, yeah. it's not and i think in some states i think that is what it is but in Pennsylvania, it's not. I mean, that is part of it, obviously, but we're just the, the by default, any municipality that doesn't have their own police force, we handle their yep. calls. Damn. That's crazy. Because there's like, I mean, we get, we know, but people that don't live in PA don't know, like, it's, there's Philly and there's Pittsburgh and everywhere else is Alabama. You know what I mean? Like, there's some backwoods ass, small ass towns in PA where you could be dragged out in the middle of the night from a hundred miles away and you're the closest state trooper. You know what I mean? That, like that's true. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Some yeah. of these guys, um are miles and miles and miles, you know, um, from one one end of the patrol zone to the other. And like there could it could be only be like over the midnight shift, there's only two cars covering the whole county. Golly. So four four guys, two, 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 two man cars. Damn, that's tough. That is, I mean, that's a lot of that's a lot of road too, you know, like to cover. Man, that's tough. But uh, okay, I want to talk about your training and everything like that for the state police. But before we get into that, it's time for everybody's new favorite segment. It's Jada's questions, asking some questions. Jada's questions, a new favorite segment. Jada's question segment and Jamie. All right, uh, Chris, Justin here. He's going to ask you some questions and you're going to give him some answers. It's going to be a lot of fun. He is more excited for this than the time that he yeah i mean that i've ever seen him so all right justin go ahead take it away i know i mean i have a, a whole page of stupid questions i normally ask all week but i'm not gonna ask any of them get rid of them they're out the window out the, uh, window. the cool entrance thing that the, the state troopers get to use what is it like a little badge you have and it like opens the gate how's that work cool entrance to you know what? talk about you know how there's all those extra secret entrances like down 276 uh, or 476 yeah, yeah. And do you like, do you like, I don't know where you live. Where do you patrol? Like, are uh, you on the east? Skip back. Montgomery County. Oh, 
beautiful. Yeah. I'm there every yeah. day. We're gonna yeah. run into each other. I've I think I've been to your station. Are you the one on 113? Uh, yeah. Well, it was on 113. They moved it a block in now. But yeah, we we, yeah. we used to be at 113. Maybe like a year ago, they made a new station for us. Yeah, I haven't been. I haven't been there in ten years, but I okay. have been there twice. <laughs> uh, and I've picked up a few friends from there. Hold but, on, uh, Jamie. What were you going to say? Skipback doesn't have a township police department, do they? They do not. Yeah, oh, so. good why. call. Good call, James. <laughs> so it's exactly what we were just talking about. Wow. Excellent throwback. Good job, <laughs> Justin. Keep going. You're killing it. This question is for uh, my girlfriend, so I can play this for her. Are you allowed to change lanes through an intersection? Through an intersection, are you allowed to change lanes? Like, while you're going through the light, can you go from one lane to the other one? If it's you're saying if it's a two lane, if you're on a yeah. two lane street, right, where it's or I guess it would be four lanes technically, two on each side, two going opposing ways. Are you allowed to switch lanes going through an intersection? Uh, can I, I weigh was, in on this? I would. I was. I was under the impression that that is illegal. I would say no. Yeah, I would okay, say it's no. Highly illegal, and I have yes. told this Super woman illegal. this numerous times and she women can't drive them. there's no like and, and and in this intersection there's no like double yellow line or there's no dot i'm I'm sorry there's no like dotted line right yeah like you're, you're going through a traffic light you know yeah yeah through that intersection and then changing lanes no all in the intersection yeah. i live right by the entrance to 476 and this woman is up to all kinds of nonsense every day oh, um, out for her. i live right oh. around there too I know what you're talking about. You live right across from the Plymouth, the Plymouth Meeting Mall? No, no, no. To the entrance to 476. I'm at the Lansdale exit. I live in Tillman. Uh, oh, all right. Okay. I know where you're at. Yeah, yeah. I have a question, though. So when you're going on, like, the turnpike or whatever, you know how, like, it, okay, there's the the road. You know, it's like, whatever, three lanes going one way, three lanes going the other way. And in the middle is, like, some woods or grass or whatever, right? Every once in a while... There's like a break in the in the in the the guardrail on the side of the road where like you can dip through and go to the other side that I believe is just for state police, right? You Always... mean if you're northbound and you want to go southbound? Yeah. Or yeah. vice versa. Yeah, there's yeah. like the cut in between the the woods, right? Yeah. Yeah. I always wanted to do that. My entire life I've wanted to do that. Have you done that? Have I done it? Yeah. God, is it as awesome as as it seems? No. <laughs> well, I just I usually go and sit. I park right in there. Wow. And I'll wait for. I mean, not on the turnpike. Like I said, I don't work on the turnpike. I work on skip back. But we so, have similar crews on our highway where I I work at. But do you incredible. get to you? Do you have access to the cool entrances on four seventy six and two seventy six? Like those secret gate things that'll just put you right on it? Yeah. Well. I don't because I don't use it. But if I was working out there, then yeah, they give you a card. Yeah, that's the key, dude. I see some of them. I'll be driving. I'll be like, if if that one is just oh oh when you're when you're you in skip traffic. an hour of traffic, yes. let me have oh. two days a year. You oh. should be allowed to do the the roundabout whenever you want, and you should get open access to the cool gates that like let you right off at Valley Forge. You're they, like, should, ah. they should let you do it during traffic too. What's that? If they let you do the secret way out during like heavy traffic. Oh, oh, forget it. Especially on 76. Fuck, oh, 76. There's one like by my house, like on a back cut road in Plymouth Meeting. And I, I look at it, I'm just like, oh, just, I, I could just make a phone call and be like, what is it going to take? Just let me use that one. Right there. <laughs> right sure. out the back of my development, right yeah. on the 276. Come on, be it's a guy. Um, take employment with the state police, I guess. Yeah, yeah, Justin, be a cop. I'm thinking, dude, they have the flashing sign up by the Plymouth Meeting Police Department, and they're like hiring now. And I was like, there you go. What Not a, how, how not a the, chance. 
I was gonna no. say, if you were up to all kinds of nonsense when you were younger, will they hire you? Well, we're gonna we're gonna get into that, Chris. There they are. They do ask you some questions, Justin, yeah, and I know for a fact that you I would won't fail. Be able to pass. All right. Yeah. What? Uh, is there any use in dropping your name when I get pulled over next time? Do not drop his name. Will it help? And no. Or what you're being pulled over for? Oh well, yeah. I mean, they're not doing. It. I'm probably gonna blow a stop. The next time I get pulled over is like blowing a stop sign. Something like, like that. I'm, or blowing I'm... a guy. <laughs> That that four way intersection on Wentz Church Road that they put in with four stop signs in the middle of that, I, I roll I roll through that every day, and I'm not going to stop doing. It. Everyone does. Yeah. <laughs> no one respects those four where stop the signs. Is is that what you're talking about? Where they had those like dog kennels on Wentz Church Road? Yeah, yeah. They just added those stop signs yeah. like two years ago. It's a four way stop now, and I'm like, no, I've been yeah. driving on this road for 20 years. I'm not stopping here. I mean, I'll slow down slightly, but I'm not stopping. Sure. That's fine. Remind, remind um, me, Justin, you you drive for a living, correct? And you're not yes. in NASCAR. Got it. I've never been pulled over in my work vehicle. Really? Oh, you yeah. drive because I drive because I'm getting paid to drive. Like I don't. Why would you speed if you're getting paid to drive? True. I that. don't get paid more if I get there sooner. True. Right. Yeah. I usually just sit in the right lane and just do 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 do. Um, do you eat a lot of food in your car, Chris? Um, I wouldn't. No, hardly. Sometimes. Yeah. But I wouldn't say a lot. No. All right. Sorry. Continue, Justin. Can't have sticky fingers, you know. He's got a laptop right there. It'd be a mess. Oh, yeah. Also, he doesn't eat like the shitty chips. So, like, what are you gonna eat in your car? Yeah. Have you ever been shot at? I have not. Have you? Ever pit- yeah. Thank God. Obviously. Um. Have you ever pit maneuvered anybody? Yes. I want to pit so bad. Tell me about your pits. What is uh, a pit? What is you know a pit? What the pit maneuver is? No, you're not on the highway either. Where are you pit maneuvering people? Uh, this was, this was on Skipback Pike. Hell yeah. Um, and then I almost did the other day in the Wawa. I decided against it, but I was in the Wawa parking lot on like um, what is that? Pike Rich Pike and Township Line Road. Okay, near the gas gas um station part of it. The and White I decided, Hall one. What's that? The Whitehall Wawa? No, no, no. This is in like Royersford or something. Oh, okay, okay. Sorry. I decided against it because I was like afraid if I did it, what happens if the car goes and hits into someone else or something while they're pumping gas? So I didn't do it. But luckily the guy just, uh, he stopped the car and jumped out and ran. So I didn't have to pit him. I just jumped out. Whoa, 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 whoa. Let's back it up. <laughs> what What is the pit? I forget what it stands for. Pre- precision something. It's basically like you're you drive alongside the suspect car, like the rear quarter panel, okay. and like you sort of like just you match its speed, and you basically just do a, a maneuver where you just steer into the rear quarter panel with your front quarter panel, yeah. and it'll spin the car out. Dude, rub, no. rub, rub, yeah. Robin is racing. Robin is racing right here. Ain't rubbing, that's what we're doing. Racing. You ain't rubbing, you ain't racing. And that's what you're doing. You line your tires up, and then you just turn into them. Wow. God. Like, I want to do it so bad, no, yeah. No, you don't drive. I mean, obviously, yeah, your your car is contacting the other car, but it's not like the like it's not like a ram, like where you're just yeah, like yeah, trying. Yeah. It's more of a finesse type thing. Yeah, no, you give them a good tap because yeah. they'll spin right in front of you. Yep. And then they'll be facing opposite way. You slam on the brakes and you'll be right next to each other facing opposite directions. If you do it right. Like if you nail Those, it. Yeah. Because especially on like on 73, that's only a two lane road. Like if you pit somebody and do it right, you'll be in both lanes. Look almost looking at each other. Is that like, what you did, Chris? Yeah. You're like, Get out of the car. Stupid. <laughs> okay. So hold on. Whoa, 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 whoa. So can you, can are you allowed to talk about it? Yeah. Okay. So what happened? You're driving down the road. 
and you thought, hey, today's a good day to be a badass. So what happened? I don't know. Like some guy was just driving all over the road. He was just high high on meth or something. Or he was on heroin, actually. And he, uh, so people were calling in saying, like, this dude's like, just he's going to kill somebody. Yeah. So gave a um, description of the car. And then I uh, saw him coming through the Skipback Village. And I stopped, tried to stop him. He wouldn't stop. He was going like really slow, like slow and then fat. And then, um, so I like pull in front of him um, and try to just like stop him from driving around. And he like looked at me and gave me the middle finger and then drove around. And so that's when I was like, okay, well then I'll just pit him. And so that's yeah. what. I- yeah. He's like, no, no, thank you. I'd rather yeah. not. I was like, hey, what's this here. jerk doing? Why did he fucking pull out in front of me? What a jerk. Yeah. Hey, bub. Yeah. He didn't even notice. God damn. People doing heroin and skip back. What's the world coming to? What's the what's the like most drugs you found like not hidden in a car? Like, have you found like a dumb amount of drugs just like sitting out in the open? You're like, what are you doing? Uh, Like weed. Yeah. Yeah. Like it was a kid I pulled over one time was like eating it as I like. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't want to talk with it. It was all over the floor, all over the back. He was like, it was like in his mouth. He's like looking at like trying to eat it while I was coming up. And you're like, buddy, there's six pounds of this. <laughs> yeah. I can give you 25 minutes. You're not going to get that down. <laughs> yeah. We could wait here all night. You're still not going to get that down. Man. Oh, that's a bummer. I mean, what? hey, dude, you break the law. It's fucked. Yeah, I know my one buddy. I know a kid who got, when I was younger, got pulled over with a trash bag full of weed. And like the Dude. cop was literally like, "What? Like, wasn't yeah. he? It was just in his back seat. It was like seven pounds of just shitty uh, weed from the city. And he's uh, just like, what the what? What are you doing? Why not put it in your trunk? <laughs> yeah, man? it's like you're not even trying, guy. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Weed's pretty. Weed's pretty easy to to sniff out, obviously, especially for something like that. You know, yeah, the whole car reeks. Other drugs and stuff, it's a bit harder, and usually yeah. they don't have it sitting out. You know, yeah. like it, well. My experience, like you're not going to see a large amount just sitting out. Yeah. You will see like people, users, like addicts will have it sitting out because they're like using like while they're driving or, yeah. or what, but like anybody with their shit together, they're going to have it hidden. They're not just going to have it like, yeah, not just sitting out like dopey. We're like a large amount, you know, where like usually someone that's moving like a large amount, like is not going to just have it sitting. Out, you know? Yeah. 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 Usually they're pros with it. You're right. All right, Justin, keep going. What's the fastest you've hit in the cop car? As fast as it goes, I think probably like one, not, not like that fast. I don't think I like probably 130, 140, somewhere around there. Nice. Those are supercharged. You got the supercharged Taurus, right? We do. I mean, we used to have those crown Vicks where. Yeah. Those were like more like those are V eight like a boat. Yeah, but it feels like you're gonna go like I remember doing maybe like one twenty uh, on in one of those, and it just felt like I was gonna like was go gonna back shake and, apart. Yeah, like I was in the Back to the Future car or something. <laughs> nice, nice. All right, good. All right, Justin, one more. All right, only one more. All uh, right, what? How many more do you have? I don't know, like twelve. All right. Can you right. choose your sidearm? Can you like pick whatever sidearm you want? No, it's department issued. Everybody has. At- to- okay. Um. Have you ever pulled someone over while they were listening to Tokyo Rose? Uh no. <laughs> what if one? If you, no matter if you, how fucked up they are, do they like get to go home? <laughs> yeah. What if you do pull over someone and they're like, "Holy shit, Tokyo Rose, bro!" Like, and just start like, or listen to it, or go into it. Like, would you be like, 
All right, buddy. They, I, I think the likelihood of that is like slim to none. Now but, it's definitely going to happen now. Oh, uh, Tokyo Rose season. But, if, but Chris, like, hypothetically. Depends what I pull him over for. If speeding, you're like, all right, buddy. Oh, speeding, just, speeding, you can go. Yeah. yeah. He's like, this album's so good. I was just going so fast. Like, I no, dude, now everyone's going to look like all the cops, like, all right, any cops in just bands around here? Let's go. Just, you know, what was that? Just Chris? a playlist just in case they get pulled over by yeah. you. Know, <laughs> just yeah, Tokyo Rose on like four because you got to keep the volume down, hands on the steering wheel, have all your stuff, you know, until he yeah. walks up. Yeah, yeah, I'm good. Right. I have very good police manners. My uncle taught me very well when I was young, dude. Never, oh, I will never. I mean, I've been, I've been pulled over, yeah, I've been pulled over in the car with kids with terrible police manners. And I was like, I don't know what you think you're doing here, but we're going this, to jail. This doesn't happen, <laughs> you can't be yeah. mean to them. No, 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 yeah, no, yeah, yeah, you're stupid if you're if you're rude to a cop when they're pulling you over. Absolutely stupid, doesn't <laughs> ever go well. Um, my, my real name is Justin Richardson. And if I'm, I'm in Skipback a lot. So, you know, if ever I'm at one, uh, I don't even know what the new station is. Do you, the card things, do they work? You know how you like you, they give you like the family and friends card. Yeah. Do those work? I mean, they, work they work with me. Ooh, I have a couple from my uncle still from someone who hands it to me. I always, again, I uh, like if it's for speeding or something like that. Yeah, they work. Yeah. If you just murdered somebody, the family card is <laughs> yeah. not going to work. <laughs> all right. All right. Nice. All right. All right. Justin, one more. Do you have any questions for me? Um, Say no, Chris. Do you have any wants and active wants and warrants right now? I might, yo. Because <laughs> he said he's been in the state police station a bunch of times. So. Only no, for, because yeah. what happens if you don't pay the easy pass tolls? I don't know. That's a turnpike thing. Your yeah, registration gets suspended. Yeah, but I don't yeah. think they put a warrant out. Exactly. Yeah, I don't have a car registered in PA anyway, so it doesn't matter. All right, nice. you're good. Yay, yay. All right, good for you. Very nice. Uh, James, what do you got for a question? All right. Uh, so when you were a kid, what did you want to be when you grew up? I mean, when I was a kid, uh, I didn't really have uh, an, a, a realistic, um, you know, career path or whatever, even throughout high school or whatever. But, you know, if you're just like shooting for the stars then I was like, I wanted to play play basketball <laughs> you know hey. but that you was play basketball now no <laughs> i that legit was... i legit played basketball today at la fitness this morning legit. oh wow nice yeah played one-on-one with this kid named sam nice kid come see me matt i mean yeah if you want to go hey five five a.m we were there justin so i'll be there all right please it was the one in uh valley forge so it's even closer to my house very nice all right good sorry i interrupted jamie please continue that's okay uh what is your favorite part of your career Ooh. did i ask that one last week i, mean, I wrote them all know. down on one page it's probably not no that's that. a great question a lot better than justin's go ahead chris <laughs> um well, I mean, there's a lot, a lot of bad things about my job, <laughs> but um, there are good things too. I mean, I do like the fact that we have the flexibility to kind of do, especially where I work uh, in the county, where you kind of have the freedom and flexibility to do whatever kind of work uh, you feel like doing that day. Now, obviously, if you're getting a high call volume and you're getting sent to calls and stuff like that, then it's a different story that day. But it's not always like that. So there's some days where you want to catch up on in, in like criminal investigations that you're doing. Sometimes you want to go out on the highway and just pull cars over. Sometimes you don't want to do any of that. You know, whatever. It, it's pretty flexible in that regard. So the thing that I like about my career is that 
you know, while the schedule sucks and, and, and stuff like that, you do have some flexibility there. Right. Yeah, and you're always kind of like switching it up, not doing the same yeah. thing every day. Yeah. Right. That's cool. Yeah. Also, I mean, let's be honest. Number one thing is you get to carry a gun. Like, let's go. You know what I mean? No, the number one thing is the hat. Oh, God. Yeah. He loves it's badass. Yeah, you get the mounty hat with the chin strap. Mountain? I don't wear the hat. You don't wear it at all? I'm in trouble for that. Oh, yeah, dude, I'd, be, I'd be steady with I You got to go full stash. Your traffic stops, but cars whiz by you and they almost like blow it off your head all the time. So <laughs> you like, have your chin strap on. And you got yeah, go... it's like this. Uh, you're like it's just human nature if something blows off your head you try and catch it you know or yeah you want to pick it up whatever the case may be so it's like not really in my opinion like that's safe because you're what? not yeah. like trying like try and catch it yeah yeah true you don't want your hat to be blown into traffic but like, oh wait ah, yeah. there's a bus <laughs> you know yeah no one yeah. wants that what's the deal with your uniforms how many of them do you get like one uh, i mean i've I've never, I've been working there for going on 11 years. I've never um, gotten a new set of uniforms. So the ones that I had when I was in the academy are the ones that I wear now. What, what, uh, wait, what, I mean, how many do they give you? Well, they have like, I think they give you like a five and five, like summer uniform and, and winter. Oh, like shit. summer's a short sleeve shirt, winter is a long sleeve. And then the summer pants are like a lighter material. Damn. Do they give you jackets and stuff too? Yeah uh they like when i it's changed since i graduated the academy but they gave like a sweater they gave you a jacket and then they also issue like a dress uniform like for ceremonial type stuff or whatever green it's like a green jacket you never wear that yeah yeah you never wear that unless you're at a funeral or something like that yeah yeah yeah. those are like the class a's yeah Yeah. shorts no (laughs) they got them brown ups shorts with the yellow lines on the side Does everybody have to, like, do you guys all go to the same dry cleaner? Or how does that work? Uh, no. Every, you just use whatever dry cleaner you want? Just use whatever you want, yeah, yeah. But you have to have it dry cleaned? Like, is that part of the thing? Uh, I don't think it's a requirement. But, but it's like, you, you should, because you got to look sharp, right? You have to be crisp. Yeah, but not That's, everyone. Does. Oh, wow. Hmm. I don't think there's any sort of, like, they don't enforce that. It's not like, like a mandate, yeah. Yeah, it's like different when you're in the academy, you definitely do. Yeah. But when you get out on the road and stuff, I don't think anybody's really like looking yeah. where you're going if you're going for dry cleaning. I feel like if you end up looking like a mess or something, yeah, <laughs> probably say something you to have you. Chick-fil-A sauce on your yeah. <laughs> on your mounty hat. Yeah. Someone will say something, but I don't I mean I I mean it's never happened to me. I don't know if that's ever happened to anyone. I'm nice. sure. All right. Uh, Jane, what else you got? Um, If you don't have any, that's fine. No, I do. I do. I, I feel like this one is a kind of obvious question. I did not know I was interviewing a cop today. So is there a misunderstanding or stereotype of someone in your career? Oh, great <laughs> question. Wow. I think it's an obvious answer, but. What? There, there is. The cops are misunderstood. <laughs> Get out of here. I mean. I think there is. I remember the disclaimer that I had to sign that you sent that says you will not get political on this show. And yeah. so I do not intend to right, 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 do right. that. Yeah. But uh, 
I do think that our job and the issues concerning my profession are very politicized. So without really going into that too much, I would say, yes, uh, it is misunderstood. And, um, you know, hey, Chris, if you're not comfortable, man, we can just move on. Yeah, that's a bad question. I, I so I started working in a hospital randomly one day and like I had this expectation of like what a hospital is. You're like, this is a place of learned people who take care of people. And then you walk into that establishment and you realize you're like, oh, these are all doctors, nurses, everyone included are just regular people. And some of them suck and some of them are incredible people. And so, like any workplace, you have the good you have your head. Justins, and then you have yeah. everybody you else. You have I have I've met doctors that I was like, I wouldn't let you work on my dog. You're you have no I've had doctors ask me what settings for machines should be, and I'd be like, What? I'm I don't even work here. Versus <laughs> like I've had amazing nurses who are yeah. underpaid and understaffed who were like know everything, and you're like, Hey, what's this thing on my neck? Yeah, so, like in the same thing with cops, like I've been arrested numerous times and I've had Cool police officers who were like, hey, like, what are you doing, dummy? And I've had other police officers who are just, uh, you know, they just are giving you a ticket and they don't give a fuck what you say. So, yeah. like, every interaction is different with everyone, but you can't judge one person off of every reaction. Agreed. And for the most part, like, I know I know the whole cop thing, but, like, I have an uncle who's a cop in Philly. And, like, you know, say whatever yeah. you will about him, but, like, it's still my uncle. I still love I will him. this. It's like, typically at my job, you're meeting someone like in their worst situation, like their worst day, you don't, you're, so we don't go to places if everything's completely fine, sure. you know, like pretty much always their worst day or their worst situation. Yeah. When so you go and you're in that situation, people always expect you to have this sort of like, you know, listen, I go to domestic calls, like, you know, sometimes three or four per shift, you know what I mean? So each those couples, you know, that they're going through a really hard, hard day or time or whatever. But for me, it's just another one. I, I can assess within a few minutes, whether this is like serious, like the police need to be here, or this is just people that have a train wreck of a relationship and don't know how to handle it. Yeah. You know, so everybody treats it like, oh, the police have to be here. You know, I'm, I'm calling the police and it's like, no, no crime has been committed. You guys are in a mess of a relationship. That's up to that's on you to figure it out. I, yeah. I, I, that's not my place to to nor do I want to try to fix it. <laughs> yeah. relationship there. Fix it. You've been in it for so long. It's just going to either continue or you're going to mm -hmm. leave. And that's it. And so that's just one example where you're like dealing with people on their worst day. So as police officers, you kind of have to remember that. Mm hmm. And sort of be empathetic or and understanding but on the same side it's like you have people that will try and take advantage well they just automatically yes. assume like you're you know you're going to give them a hard time because you're a stupid cop that you know yeah want to be a tough guy or something i don't know whatever yeah. they <laughs> Yeah. It's Common misconception. Yeah. yeah. No, I agree. I agree. So let's keep it moving then. So those are some great questions. Uh, very good. Let's keep it moving though. So before we got into Jacob's questions, we we're getting into the, the state trooper Academy. So I think we talked about this, Chris, and I forget who else I talked to about this, but the, the police, the state trooper Academy, it's in central PA. Is it Hershey? Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And they're, they're famous they have this hill that it's on and it's dude and it's a it's a mother right yeah. like this hill is a bastard but and i think you said this chris where it's like they had the the opportunity to move the academy and didn't do it because of this famous hill 
that everyone has to run up and and train on, right? That's true. Yeah. Yeah. So okay. So what was so like you said before? Uh, you you know you put your lines out there to get a nibble. PA nibbled. So you're like, all right, I'm following up with them. So did they have to do like uh like a uh, like they did they piss test you and psychological test or anything before you got into the academy? Oh yeah, like from the time that you apply to the time you get in the academy, it's probably a year. I mean, you're doing oh, like wow. a bunch of, um, tests and stuff. First, you do like a written test, and then they do an oral board interview where you're like in the front of a panel of three people, and, and they ask you questions like like why do you want to be a state trooper? But then they ask you some like hypothetical things you know would you do this or that when you're on the job and then if you pass through that you go for the physical test which is like running push-ups sit-ups whatever and then after that they do your background check where they call like every job school ex-girlfriend friend whatever neighbor and uh, they check all that stuff out and that takes a really long time and then after that um you they do a hearing and vision test and a psychological exam and that's just asking you questions like, you know, do you get mad in traffic? Do you get mad in this? I mean, I don't know what, what the appointment is, but yeah. Um, oh, and they also do a lie detector test. So they lie did detector that. test. that's after the background. Uh, so you have to fill out this packet that's like 100 pages long of everything, your schools, work, press, residences, girlfriends, friends, neighbors, um, arrests, if you've been arrested, it, even like as much as like your tickets that you've gotten in your life and they ask you questions like crazy shit like where you're like who answered yes to this but someone does i guess there else it wouldn't be on there but like yeah. shit like i don't know like shit like have you ever fucked an animal or something like that or just like, <laughs> like that uh that's the one that, i was saying before that justin would definitely i could pick. pass that one i'm not gonna fuck an animal uh, but like, yeah. uh, what if you have done drugs in the past? Can you not be a state trooper? That is on there for sure. And um, if you fail that question, you can't be a state trooper. Um, there, I don't remember. I don't really do drugs at all, even before. But I remember there. That's not to say that you can't be a state trooper. I don't remember it the exact. Help, obviously, yeah, it's like it's like you can't have done. Like, I think obviously if you do like certain drugs, yeah, you, you can't be a state trooper pretty much, right, but right. about like weed, most people have smoked weed or whatever. Um, I think like you can't be a state trooper if you've smoked within whatever, 10 years or X amount of time that you're applying or something like that. I, I forget mm. what it was exactly, but it was mm. something like a time limit or something like that. Hmm. Does that apply still that weed is legal? That's a good question. I was actually just thinking that as I came out of my mouth. <laughs> hmm. uh, I, I don't know. I, I would assume not, you know, but. Well, again, it's still, I, it's like you can, it's still, can, it's still partially legal for like, uh, you can get a uh, driving under the influence if you're too high. Right. Yeah. No, you so. totally can. They probably ask you in that aspect, right? You know, uh, they probably do. Uh, they probably did ask you if you ever gotten a DUI or something like that, or how many times have you driven and not gotten caught? You know, on DUI stuff. Again, yeah. I never really. My honest answer to that would be zero because I don't really ever yeah. do that. So. No, when you're in an emo band, your drug is being mad at your parents. Obviously. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's funny when you're saying like all the partying and everything else like that, and the. Like that wasn't my life when I was doing that either. So. <laughs> nice. Okay. So okay. So you're you're at the academy, right? Like, what kind of? Uh, I mean, like, what was it like? Like, what kind of physical things did you have to go through? That's uh, the worst. 
Yeah. Seven months long. You, you live there. Um, we went out, my class went in the night of the Super Bowl that it was the uh the ravens and the 49ers oh the one with the blackout yeah i remember that okay uh, that's 12 12 13 like the 12 february season. 2nd 2013 yeah 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 that sounds about right yeah so that was our night to go into the academy and they're all wait it was snowing it was dark it was freezing you you drive up to the parking lot you get out you have all your bags you're in a suit and tie and they drop you in the um they're screaming in your face making you do push-ups and stuff in the in the um parking lot your head's spinning or whatever but eventually when all that stuff you know you get past all that you get into the real academy which is like uh 6 a.m <laughs> to probably 5 p.m. every day so 6 a.m. you're you have to be out even before six actually because you're you you do the morning run from six to seven seven to seven thirty is breakfast seven thirty to eight i think is like morning duty so they'd give you a bunch of jobs either like at the state police they have like the horse stables so you have to like clean up after the horses or you have to clean the academy or you have to help in the kitchen or you have to like do the lawn mowing and stuff or like uh the the shooting range you have to you know pick up all the rubber and all the the stuff behind the range and, and shit like that so there's all different kinds of like jobs and shit you have to do and then after you're done with that then you start class and you do that from eight till 12 you have an hour for for lunch and whatever else and then from one to five is your more class and then you're done and then you go to dinner and then you go back to your room and you study for your tests or you have to shine your belt and your whatever, clean your room, do whatever, stuff Whoa. like that. And that's for seven, that, seven that, months. And that's every day for seven months. And it's weekends too, right? Like there's not like. Some, some weekends you get off. Okay. Some weekends you get off. So when I went, there were two platoons. So when one platoon went home, the other one was there. It's basically like state's way of getting like free labor yeah, <laughs> how about it? Like, so like on the weekends you really like are cleaning and mowing the grass weed whacking doing everything like for at the academy and stuff like Man. that and uh if you like fail a test or you fail a run or you fail room inspection which i did um if you do that enough then you have to stay on your week like so the weekends that your group is going home you are stuck there oh so they like revoke your your leave or whatever right that's a fucking that's a mind fuck when that happens oh and what they did that because your room was messed up yeah it wasn't messed up. It was just some instructor that had it out for me, I guess. Oh, but I see. I Your see. Bed wasn't made tight enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. okay, so they really did. T- so they then they they really do treat it like a boot camp, then like a military boot camp. Oh yeah, yeah same. Yeah. So okay, so uh, we do, we are coming towards the top of time, but before we get out of here, though, I do want to talk about Hensler Gray CPA Academy and the gym because this is one thing, and you know, say what you know. I know we talked about the police and all these things. But I'll tell you the one thing that I kind of agree on, and I love that at the gym, there are so many members of law enforcement there, right? Wouldn't you agree, Chris? Like, there's a ton of law enforcement guys that come to the gym, and I just think that it's so good and so healthy mentally and physically for the members of law enforcement. But for you specifically, what type of benefits have you seen training at, you know, tra- training Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu and, and boxing and kickboxing 
at the gym, how's that translated into, you know, the, the law enforcement? Well, one, I'll agree with you. There are a bunch of guys that are coming to the gym now that are cops and stuff, which is really good to see. Mm -hmm. I will say that, like, I've always thought that there sh they should do that. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, it's kind of like a recent thing, honestly, like, yeah. it's always like that. You know, like I said, I've, we've been there for 10 plus years. Yeah. Like, early on, it wasn't so many guys, you know, and yeah. I, I really figure out why but now it seems like there's more and more which is really good uh as far as what i get out of it you know one is confidence i mean um you know i i train with guys all the time that are bigger stronger than me uh, you know mm -hmm. i hold my own um oh, so you do more than hold your own brother you rip oh. people to, i've seen dude i've been a victim of it you've ripped me to shreds a million times kidding me Dude, this guy, you like Chris is an absolute he he looks like a nice mild mannered guy. Bro, he is a killer. Seen it, seen it and felt it firsthand. And, and you know that confidence, because like you have no idea who you're pulling over. It could be a five foot yeah. one woman, it could be a six foot seven man. Yeah. Yeah. Could be. Yeah. You know, at night, you know, you have no idea. Yeah. Well, you see like a lot of like police that you see i mean i know we don't have a lot of time so i won't get too far into it but i i you know um you see a lot a couple of years ago you just saw a lot of these like police shootings and stuff like yeah. that yeah and, and yeah yeah and they're saying a lot of them were like racist or whatever the case may be and that might be the case i don't really think i think it was more that like the inexperience and the scare like they're scared like they yeah. don't know what they don't know how to handle themselves and they just resort to pulling out their gun where it's like yeah. yeah sometimes it's justified for sure don't get me wrong like you know most of them are but there have been videos that i've seen where it's, it's just like uh it's like cringeworthy like you, you everybody's seen those cop those videos on youtube where there's like two or three cops that like can't even get like one guy under control and it's just yeah. like i mean you know i you know we're not there so i don't want to judge like who knows the guys on pcp or whatever the case may be but it's like, I do feel like at a certain point, like you should be able to restrain this person. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. um, and just watching them, it looks like a bunch of like chickens with their heads cut off, running around. Like they have no clue what they're doing. Mm -hmm. So in that regard, I think the training really would help. I think a lot, like it's not, they, they don't do it enough. It is nice to see a bunch of guys in the gym now, but I think there's a lot more that should come. You know, I've always tried to get people to come and yeah. sometimes I do, but most of them have, you know, reasons they can't. And yeah. that's, not, but yeah, for me personally, it's confidence. It's, and with that confidence comes a calmness, you mm -hmm. know, it's like, I don't like escalate things like right off the bat. You know what I mean? It's like, I've definitely had physical, you know, altercation at work, like, like where I'm restraining people and stuff, but and had to use like what I've learned at, at the gym or, or whatever. Um, and it's worked, you know, at a very, like, that's the other thing that's really frustrating where I, I feel like even at like a very relatively low, like a blue belt level would, um, is enough. Like yeah. if you aim to like a blue belt level, like a proficient blue belt level, like that will be, you know, pretty adequate, you know, for most situations, you know what I mean? Yeah. But Oh yeah. If you can stick, if you can do like uh, you know, Americana or something, you know what I mean? Like, but yeah, I think, not, yeah, really not, not even like the submissions. I'm just talking about like weight distribution and yeah. knowing how to control people. Cause that's mm -hmm. really what we're supposed to do. We're not trying to break anyone's arm or choke anyone out. You're not mm -hmm. supposed to do that, yeah. but you do have to like, gain compliance and control over somebody and you have to understand that these people someone always says like they like they want to get away way more than we want to 
apprehend them because they're looking at like 15 years <laughs> or whatever, you know what yeah. I mean? But yeah. for us, it's just like a job. So they're going to fight, you know, they're going to fight and they're going to yeah. try everything, anything to get, get away. Yeah. And they're trying to punk you whenever they can. So it's like, you have to be able to restrain somebody and jujitsu teaches you, uh, you know, when you become proficient, you know, really all you need to know is if you were that guy that's trying to get away, what does that guy need to do to get up, to stand up and get away? Mm-hmm. And as, once you understand that, then you take those elements away. You know, it, it, you know, if he needs to post on his arm to, to push himself up or stand, get to his feet, well, then t- take that arm away, you know what I mean? Yeah. Or, or whatever the case may be. So and then also, like, you see, like, these cops that just can't like keep anyone on the ground which is really the worst part that i watch it's like mm-hmm. it's like if you get someone on the ground you should be able to hold them there you know mm-hmm. what i mean yeah so, agreed so that's like my two cents about it i think i'm i don't think like by me saying that it's a condemnation of cops or anything like true because I, I but I, I just feel like and i don't think i'm like something no. special or anything it's just no but especially know. too when you see a police officer who's in shape I think people take them a little more seriously than Correct. sometimes you see some yeah. heavier set officers and people are like, you ain't catching me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. No, totally. Like it's mm-hmm. definitely a deterrent if you have a good command presence about you and the people are probably going to think twice about acting, acting up, you know, for yeah. me, <clears throat> I haven't had too many problems, but I mean, actually Matt, like it was funny. Like here's an example of how jujitsu, uh, you know, actually works. You know, yeah. I, went to like a domestic call and the dude it's like in a townhouse and the dude like beat up his girlfriend and he runs it's like a two-story townhouse you know how they have like the decks upstairs like a little so he runs up the stairs and runs out to the deck i don't know where he thought he was going so i ran and chased him after that and then he wouldn't like come with me so i had to cuff him so um luckily a friend was with me Cause he, I tried to get him on the ground, but he, it was hard because like the railing, like I would grab his leg and, and normally you'd be able to take him out, but he'd like he, grab he could hold on the railing. Right. So I'd say like, grab his arm to my friend. So I grabbed his arm and then I got him down and you know, it, it was fine from there. Just a basic side control, you know, cross face, far side underhook nice. uh, job. Uh, and later after I found out, like when we were looking at his, like his stats or whatever, like his criminal record, it shows he was like six, eight, 240 pounds. So I was like, damn, that's a big fucking dude, you know, yeah. like realize at the time, but he was really big, you know, like, and so just simple jujitsu helped me, you know, um, get him down and keep him down until I could get him caught. Because what are you, Chris? Six one, right? Six feet, hundred seventy. Yeah. yeah. So, but, but, anyway, think, but, but I, like, think about that. Like, yeah, like, look at the size difference that you were able to overcome with, like, just like you're saying, with simple jujitsu. Like, that's you took him down, you got inside control, and you took, yeah, incredible. You're a hundred percent right, and like. Uh, exactly what you're saying where you're able to subdue a situation without having to resort to your sidearm right like that's a good point like again i'm not saying like look at me how great i am i'm just saying like in that same exact situation if there was another cop like there was no gun you know the guy didn't flash a gun or anything like that but i will say like i bet you like a lot of guys would probably have tased that guy you know yeah. what I mean? Like, and that's not even a thought in my head. You know, it's just like, nah, we'll just handle this, you know? Yeah. So it's not to say that there isn't a place for that. You know, it's definitely a, a, a good tool for for situations that that's warranted. But to me, um, that wasn't one of them. Yeah. Yeah. No, I couldn't agree more, man. I couldn't agree more. Yeah, dude. No. And I mean, yeah, there, you know, if you can, 
obviously you want to handle it the best, you know, the if you could handle it nonviolently, that's always the the first move that you mm. want to do. Everything is nonviolent. But if you're able to handle yourself without having to use a weapon, that I mean that just I, I'll tell you when when I was bouncing, they always loved having like former wrestlers be bouncers because like even though like I could throw hands, they were like they'd rather not have you throw hands because that's when you could really hurt someone. Whereas like if you could grapple them and subdue them and then get them out, that's the way to go. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Perfect. So no, I'm with you, man. No. And you know, like we said before on the show, we, we support the police 1 million percent. You guys are doing great work out there. I'll tell you people, I mean, people say whatever shit you want about the police until you, until you need them. And then you're, you're their best friend. So I don't want to hear it. So nice, but let's keep it moving. Uh, we are coming towards the top of time, man. Chris, I'll tell you, brother, I was really looking forward to this. Uh, me, Justin and Jamie are usually on the same page with this, but we would love to have you back on the show if you'd be willing to come back on. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It was awesome. It was really fun. This, this is fun, right? It's just a good chat. Everyone's talking. Found. I can't wait to tell everybody at the gym that you were in an emo band. <laughs> Well, they, some of them know. Some of them know. Uh, a couple Tokyo Rose fans at the gym. All right. Well, I'm like going through like a midlife crisis right now. So I'm, I actually started playing again with like friends. So Jeremy Ortiz and all them like make fun of me all the time. Oh, nice, so they're dude. aware. They're aware. Nice. All right. Well, uh, before we get out of here, though, Chris, is there anything you want to say to, you know, the Chris Polson faithful before we take off? No, I think... Uh, I think one thing I would say is just like reiterate uh, the point we just made. If you're like in law enforcement or any kind of job like that, I think it'd be cool to at least uh, look into um, trying out a jujitsu class or talking to somebody that trains uh, some sort of martial arts. Mm -hmm. um, it's good for physical fitness. It's good for your mind and, and spirit. Mm -hmm. And it's good. I think, um, especially in my line of work, like to have that, don't get me wrong. Like I get scared plenty and, you know, I could do all this, you know, I've been training for 10 years and I'm a brown belt or whatever, but for all I know, you know, one time some guy could beat my ass. I don't know, but yeah. I mean, you it, could go to a domestic dispute at Hoist Gracie's house. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it, it could totally, it could totally happen. But I do know that I do everything I can within my power, within reason to train and be prepared for those situations. And because, you know, Matt, like you said, like I've been going there for a while and I've been training a good bit. And um, I just feel like, you know, confident when I go into a situation that I don't need to escalate it. I don't need to go tit for tat with somebody because um, I know that if it comes to it, or at least in my mind, you know, I'll be able to handle it, handle mm -hmm. myself. You know, and so I think with that, you know, comes a calmness. And I think it's important to try and attain that if you're in my line of work, because you're dealing with just volatile situations and volatile people a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Couldn't agree more, man. Could not agree more. Nice. So very good. Well, thank you for that, Chris. And that's a great message that you're putting out there also. And I, you know, I fully support you. So at least keep it going. Uh, Jame, anything you want to say to the Jamie Iglesias and Glaciacs before we get out of here? Um, I'm going to be on the news next week. Whoa. Uh, ABC. What'd you do? Uh, they're filming me. At, well, they're filming all of us at work. I don't know when it's going to air, though. I don't know if it's going to be live or they're just filming it. Are you? Are we allowed to say the name of your work? Yeah. Go ahead. 
Oh, uh, Fabuflores. They're coming oh. to Fabuflores. Fa- Fabuflores? Fabuflores. Oh, Fabuflores. Yeah. That's yep. the one. Yeah. It's we'll a hard a, one. No one gets it right. <laughs> we'll have a link in the description of this episode for Fabuflores. I suggest everyone checks it out, especially if you, you know, you got a lady you want to impress, if you know what I mean. So we do events. We do events. Yep, you do Weddings. events. Not yeah. for not for the small time little jabrones. It's no, we don't do yeah, we don't do retail. You can't come in and buy your girlfriend flowers. But I'll give you some if you want. No, 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 no. <laughs> Get married, then you can give her all the flowers you want. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Justin. What? I get flowers. Yeah, Justin, you need a florist for your wedding. Mm. I will. Right here. There you go, Justin. When are you getting married, Justin? I don't know. But if I need security, I hope Chris. <laughs> we did. Uh... Oh, I've never had my father and mother in the same room since uh, the court hearing when I was a child. So, like, I don't know how that's going to go down. Uh, I'll tell you, Justin, if you're looking for a ring, I got I got the, the best hookup that you'll ever guy? get. Oh, I got the best. The best hookup. I need a guy. Every- everyone's gone there and they've all been hooked up with your boy old uncle maddie dude i've taken like probably like six people there and probably saved close to probably like 50 grand like total with all the guys so i'm your guy you talk to old uncle maddie and we'll talk to miss william so all right yep let me know and i'll take you there but all right nice but speaking of justin anything you want to say to you know the 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 woman that you should marry because you'll never do better aka veronica yeah stop changing lanes through intersections because it's not legal it's not. Uh, does Skip Back have horses? Do you have horses? <laughs> no. I have so <laughs> many more cop questions. <laughs> horses they from Harrisburg. Oh, uh, just all right. Hershey, I'm sorry, Hershey, Hershey. Mm, Hershey. They're kept. They're kept at the State Police Academy grounds, and there's like a special unit that they will, you know, mobilize if they decide like they need horses or something, and they'll send them from Hershey. Okay. Yeah, it's, you know shit's serious when the horses roll in the town. Yeah, you don't be messing with the horses. I ha- yeah, yeah. I, you have to come back. I have so many more police officer questions. Nice, <laughs> I will. Nice, awesome. All right, good. Well, speaking of having police officer questions, this has been another episode of the Working Perspectives podcast. I'm Matt Lavelle, accompanied today by Jalen Dub, Justin Richardson, the amazing Jamie Iglesias, and our guest today is the man, the myth, the state trooper himself, Chris Polson. In case you're wondering, you can find all our stuff and all our content on all podcast platforms and YouTube at Work Perspectives Podcast. You can us on Instagram at Work Perspectives Podcast. You can join us on the Twitter and the TikTok. The Working P Pod. If you'd like to be a guest on the show, please email us at workperspectivesgmail.com. And please like, subscribe, so we keep bringing you this sweet, sweet content. Thanks for listening. Stick around for the ad read. Thanks. See ya. Thank you.